Hi friend. Has anyone told you that you are amazing today? You, precisely you, exactly as you are. You may be listening to this dreaming of greener pastures and a life and career where you are thriving. Or you may feel like you're thriving and craving additional growth and tools to sustain your well-being. However today finds you, we honor that and celebrate the strengths that lie within you, those that are uniquely yours and that nobody can take from you. Settle in and imagine possibilities with us. If you need a boost of inspiration, then we're especially glad you're here. Always remember, you are enough here. You are enough. Love your strengths. Hi friends, this is Clifton Strengths Coach Kyle Johan Baker, and this is Love Your Strengths. I am so excited to have Petra Vega here today. Petra is a queer Black Puerto Rican from a tiny town in upstate New York who, after years of being told she should be seen and not heard at home and in the world, decided to reclaim her voice. After learning about the multi-layered systems of oppression that were operating within and outside of her, Petra began doing the inner and outer work of questioning, healing, and disrupting. As the founder of Create More Possibilities, LLC, Petra helps marginalized nonprofit leaders in transforming the self-doubt that's getting in the way of them leading in a way that feels good for them and their team. As a liberatory leadership coach, emergent strategist, facilitator, and radical social worker, Petra weaves in anti-oppression approach trauma, and healing tools with playful possibility to support marginalized folks in leading from a place of liberation, not perfection. Petra's top five strengths are responsibility, intellection, relator, input, and empathy. Petra, welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to have you here today and to have this conversation together. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, I mean, I've read your bio. I'd love to know a little bit more about you beyond your bio. Yeah. So I, I was sharing earlier, I live in New York City on the unceded Muncie and Lenape land with my kitten. And so if you go on my Instagram, you'll see lots of pictures of my kitten. I'm very inspired by her. And I live with my partner. And it's very hot. This is the, the beginning of July and it is hot. Mm-hmm. I love that idea of just being inspired by like your kitten or like in my case, like I have a dog and I'm just like often inspired, motivated by the life, the approach that he lives and just love that idea of embodying that in the moment. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, we love to talk about one strength in each episode today. Petra, what strength would you like to talk about? I love us to talk about responsibility. My first, my first strength. Yes. Oh, man. This is such a great strength to get to talk about today. As you know, we love to ground ourselves and start with a textbook definition of what responsibility is, and then we'll continue to expand from that. So people who are exceptionally talented in the responsibility theme take ownership of what they say they will do. They're committed to the state to stable values such as honesty and loyalty. You know, this definition, it is a, this is a grounding place. This is a point zero that we're starting with. So Petra, tell me about what this strength means to you and even how it shows up for you. 
Totally. So I think I've been doing leadership development and capacity building. My background is in community organizing. And so really supporting the development and leadership of other people for a while. But it wasn't until I started my business that I started to think about like, but what does leadership mean to me? And so very interesting as I was preparing for uh, this podcast, I was thinking about the ways like, oh, it's so clear that the way that I see leadership is about is a process of being responsible for self and responsive to others, right? And really embracing the responsibility that it comes with identifying as a leader, trying to grow as a leader. I think that's often the thing that gets us. And so I really hope that part of me sharing will help us kind of shift the way we see responsibility. And so I think the first part is really in how I define leadership is around really being responsible to yourself first before you try out and kind of go do something in the world. I think another piece is really around how if I'm going to be really, really dedicated to my commitments and really in line with my values that I need to really be protective over my energy. And even like as we were preparing for you and I to kind of get to know each other, I remember you inviting me to come have a chat with you. And that was a point in my life that I was like, I do not have the skills for it, right? Because responsibility is so important to me. And I was like, if I'm going to share space with someone, if I'm going to commit to get to know someone, I want to make sure that I'm in my full presence. But I think that's another piece around the way that responsibility shows that for me is that I really, I'm really not going to entertain or do things that I'm really not committed to doing. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you are jumping full into this expansive <laughs> approach to what responsibility is, because I think some people will see responsibility simply as I say that I'm going to do something, I do it. I am responsible. I'm good for my word. But there's also this responsibility that you have to yourself, to your energy, to your environment, the people that are a part of it, and making sure that you're in a place where you can show up for you and be the person that you really want to be, the person that you are. Totally, totally. And I think because particularly depending on whoever's listening and what identities you hold, I think for for marginalized folks in, in our identities, there's a, a a burden that's often attached with responsibility, right? Like I'm also the oldest, right? And so there's a certain responsibility that I was socialized into, right? But the way that I've been able to really shift that is like, well, what am I really committing to, right? Versus what do other people expect of me? And I think that's really important as well as you are trying to create change or try to do something different in your organization, in your business, just generally you want to have deeper relationships with people. There's a certain way in which you have to be responsible for What's your stuff? How you're coming into things? Um, and then for me, again, it's really about being responsive. So what's the, this is the input part of my strength. That's like, what are people giving to you, right? How do you make sense of that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I love that because even thinking about, I mean, just how are you going to show up today? How are you going to be present versus, and like I was a sociology major in college. So I'm always thinking about like, what do the systems, what does society say that we need to do? How is society impacting us? And then there's also about like how we as an individual are creating change, pushing forward towards creating a more just society that allows people to be really in their own power. Totally, totally. Mm. You know, I... I'm I be, I'm going to assume and believe that there are so many different stories and examples that you can provide with this but I'm curious about how this strength shows up for you in your business in the work that you do especially if you have a story that you think really exemplifies responsibility. Absolutely. And so I think 
one of the pieces that I found in the way that responsibility is defined is really around volunteering for more responsibility, even if you don't have the experience that someone would say that you should be doing that responsibility. I found that so interesting in my research. And I thought about like, what are the ways that that shows up in the work that I do with other folks around like, there's something that I want to try. There's a shift I want to make. There is something that I feel called to do, but I don't I don't have evidence of that being possible. It's also why I need my business to create more possibilities, right? That's like, what else is there? And part of that is really leading into the res- this responsibility piece for me. And I'm thinking about a moment where I was working at a, a nonprofit organization and I was a program manager there and supervising between around 15, 15 folks. And I'm thinking about how in the beginning of 2020, I started this job less than six months, so still very green. And some stuff happened where I had to become the interim director for almost a year there and thinking about like that prepared like you did not hire me for this role but these are the circumstances right that someone someone needed to step up in this kind of way and given that that's a strength of mine that I'm someone that's really like let's figure it out I'm very much like never a failure always a lesson that's an emergent strategy practice and thinking about like okay for me what are the things that I would need in order for me to hold this responsibility and again to be responsive to this new level of work and like what accountability do I need? And I'm thinking about like, again, what is this responsibility is in the most plainest terms. It's really around like, what are you responsible for doing? Like, what are your tasks? And needing to think that through. And I think often as leaders, particularly if we're supervising or managing people, we're so focused on what our work is doing. But for me, it's always been around like, oh, how are you developing someone else's growth? And so really at that point when I was needing to take on more, more and different work than I was assigned to do, then I thought about like, okay, how do I make sure other people are successful so that I can even be more successful? Really having that collectivist attitude. And so needing to create a, a write-up over like, what am, I, what am I holding you accountable to, right? So that I can show up for you if you have questions, if you need help. Here are the things that I'm going to need from you as well. And how that really, that really set the bedrock in terms of being able to, to do that role, to do that in a, pan, in a global pandemic that our generation has not seen. And really being able to do that and still have people say, I've never felt disconnected. And like, none of those things seem like they would work. But for me, I'm really thinking about like, oh, people really need to know what they're, what they're being held to. And they have proper channels around like, how can I get the support? And so for, for me, really creating some kind of a structure around like, what am I holding you to? Allowed for that, right? So again, really leaning into the responsibility around like, it's work. We have to show up. We have to do a thing. But how do we do that in a way that can be dynamic, that can be engaging? Again, so that people are like, oh, wow, I had the, the world is in shambles, but I still so connected to the people around us. I love but even as you're talking about that, I hear a lot of this both and you're holding different competing ideas, recognizing that they both like they're both existing. And when it comes to responsibility, even you're recognizing, yes, like I'm responsible for this and how do I like navigate these waters? Because I think that that's one of those things, especially with the pandemic, there was a lot of water navigating, wayfinding that we were doing and being able to balance this. It's especially with like a high responsibility approach. It's not, it's not always easy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's also kind of like when I'm thinking about what are the, again, what are the myths and what's tied to responsibility? I think around this piece of perfection, which is why I name it so often in my work around, I think we, I think we believe if we want to try out something, it must be because we've perfected the way to do it. Well, for me, it's like, it's just a leaning in. It's an experimentation. Like there's so much, 
so much of the way that I see change in leadership is is being playful, right? Like, what if like our workplaces were labs? Like, what experiments would we try? What if our leadership was like a metaphor for the playground? Like, what would we try on if we knew that we like if we skinned our knees, it's okay. If there's ointment coming, right? Someone someone is going to be there for you. And also, how do you show up in a way that's like, yeah, someone might skin their knees, but we're gonna we got each other. It's gonna be okay. Huh. I love that analogy. Just that, like, I mean, if you skin your knee, like there, like with this approach, with the work that you do, the way that you lead with responsibility, like there is ointment that's coming afterwards. And I think that's such a kind, caring, thoughtful way and even gives permission to try and navigate these waters that we haven't been in before. Totally, totally. And so what I really hope that people can can take away from this, right? Is thinking about like, but what are these conditions, right? Because I want to be really real that depending on who's listening, your workplace might not be this way. It might very well mean that like, if I'm going to volunteer, if I'm going to lean into this responsibility thing, it needs to be perfect, right? And so I think really having someone that can provide a, a, a way like how you're sharing around this both and it's like that, that could very well may be true. And also if we care about social justice, if we care about change, there's some things we're going to need to shift and challenge probably. And if you if you've never seen that, if you if it hasn't been visible to you, start looking for that evidence. Right. That that's something for me that was really important around like, what are the ways in which people have made change before? How can I create my own evidence? And so I'm not just relying on like what the system is telling me, what my parents are telling me, what someone who really doesn't care about my growth and development is telling me. But I'm really like cultivating my own evidence of like, this is a way that I could I could move about the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what's neat is that you're really showing how you I mean, there's a difference between what a textbook definition, what somebody, an outsider who doesn't lead with responsibility, they may hear responsibility and think, like you said, perfection. They're responsible to do it well every time. I can just toss it to them and everything will be great and no shame, no worry. But mm-hmm. what you do and this is why I work with people and have conversations about how do we define, create your definition of what this strength mm-hmm. means is because when it comes to your responsibility, your responsibility is in really creating possibility, breeding more options and creating, cultivating a space that allows people to do that and figure out how do we break out of these systems of oppression and figure out ways to do work that is more supportive of all of us, not yeah. just the dominant culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever wanted to influence what gets talked about on a podcast? Well, today is your chance. We are collecting questions, wonderings, and thoughts for what to cover on our podcast in future episodes. Whether your question is about how to use a strength, how to apply your strengths towards career development, or a challenge that you're running into life and you wonder, can strengths help me out with this? Go to the show notes or the description of this podcast episode and click the link to submit your questions for the podcast. It'll send me an email and I'll probably even reply asking you a few more questions. Thanks for doing this and we're so excited to cover these questions that you have and add to our community as we explore and love our strengths. You know, I'd be curious to hear, I mean, 
especially in this journey, because I'm sure it's been a journey with getting to this place. How have you invested in your strengths and like invested in responsibility so that it could grow and really be be felt like it's a strength for you? Yeah, I think a piece that I want to share really kind of leans on me being an introvert, that I am someone who really like I feel nourished and re-energized by having space to myself. I, I give myself exquisite attention. And I think for folks who may be leaders or may really lean into this responsibility strength, it may be like, oh, it's only front facing. There's so many things that I'm doing with people. There's so many things I'm doing in an extrovert kind of way. And so I want to share around just like the balancing or either the, the reorienting that there is work that to do in front of people, right, in the public and also like, but what's that private stuff, right? So for me, I'm really serious around my rituals. What are my practices? What are the things that I do to prepare? Like even for this interview, I'm very serious about my candles. I have an Octavia E. Butler candle going. <laughs> she has taught me all about change. And so reading science fiction, and I really believe in the ways that science fiction can allow us to think farther beyond our current reality. But again, this, this piece around creating more possibilities and thinking about like, how am I being responsible with exposing myself to other ways of thinking, other ways of being beyond my current state, and also wanting to make sure that I am also witnessing my current reality, right? How am I experiencing my life? And so I have Sundays from here for spirit. And so I may do tarot, I may do journaling, right? If you're someone who benefits from therapy or coaching, like that's something that I want to make sure that I have, right? Or like some some collective care and some people that we check in on. But Sundays from here around like getting ready for the week and getting ready for how I want to show up in the world. It's really like a daily practice, but like Sundays are very serious in terms of like, what do I need? Right. And that might be a little what, what can I pour into myself so that I, I have a, I can pour into others. Right. The I think those are such fun ways that you engage in this practice so that it allows like, I mean, really, these are your well-being practices. These are your holistic care approaches that allow you to show up and make it so that you have the like you have the guidance that you need to be responsible. And I think my favorite I mean, okay, it doesn't have to be like, I just really like this. It's something that I don't do. This is what I love about these is it always gives me new ideas and new ways to do this. But how you talked about science, reading science fiction as a way to like create more possibilities and think about that. Because when I think of science fiction, like these are alternate realities, different worlds where there's so much possibility of what could be these things that sometimes feel eons away but also at the same time they're just like they're just right across the street and a few days away is the possibility with that and i i think i remember that one of your strengths is futuristic so this is right up your alley in terms of like but what's what is there for tomorrow and i think for so many of the people that i work with around social change and social justice people are like the world is going to end and i'm like it will, right? Like in some, like it'll end for us, but like, what are we doing while we're here? And so that's really what I'm interested in thinking about, like, okay, but what, what, what will be said about my life, right? What will be said around like how I related to other people? What will be said about the impact that I'm leaving? And not that I need to be like the next Nelson Mandela, right? But can, can I say that people are, are people's lives a little bit better because of the ways that I treated them and the ways that they say, saw me treat myself? It is monumental to me. Mm hmm. Yeah, no. And I love that line that you draw even with futuristic and responsibility in these ways that it's I mean, for both of us, like they're centered in like creating 
creating a future where we are really allowed to like be ourselves where we are like not faced with the same oppression and creating systems that are really supportive of others because we all deserve to have a life where we are understood and seen for who we are and like yeah. seen for like who we truly really are. I love it. I love it. And that's why I really focus in my work around internalized oppression. Like what are the ways that it's getting in us? Right. Cause for mm. me, I'm like, freedom isn't freedom and liberation. Isn't only just a tomorrow thing. Right. But like, what are the ways that we're cultivating that today? Right. And so me really taking seeing the choice and like, oh, I can do something on a Sunday for me, right? Even if you're like, I could do something for me for five minutes. Like that is, that's a new reality. That's another possibility if you've lived your whole life under responsibility, meaning I do things for other people mm. or I do what's expected of me when I see it as a burden, right? But what are the ways that you create your own freedom by the self-definition, right? How you, how you started with us around like, here's the textbook version, but what does it mean to you though, right? Mm. That's, mm. that is another another opportunity for us to recreate our own reality is through self-definition. Yes. Uh-huh. No, because I mean, like, really, I do see that. And this is the work that I do with strengths is like, we are finding liberation from these. We are mm. not here to be held by the shackles of the way that like the man has defined what strengths are. What we're here to do is we're figuring out like, okay, but like, what does this mean for you? And how can we make this work for you? We don't need to take everything that we are told. We are able to like latch on to and our like our soul, our life force will continue to be drawn towards this. And other people will be drawn towards us as we live into our own energy, our own way. We are inspiring as we are able to show up in our own energy and in our own strengths. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I don't I don't know if people who are listening, but again, as we're on that science fiction tip, I'm just having so many, so many the matrix images in my mind. Again, oh, around yes. the unplugging, the thinking of us. I'm like, what's the outlet that we're plugged into? Again, I I love a metaphor, right? But really thinking about like, what are what are you where are you getting your life force from? Right. Even that the the that phrase that you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about that for us the day. Like, what, what is my life force connected to? I love Oof. that. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, it's part of that, like that giving yourself that. I love the exquisite attention that you give yourself. It's recognizing where, I mean, really trying to visualize where are you plugging into? Is Instagram stealing all of your time? Is it seeing what other people are doing in their life and saying that's what I should do instead of focusing on like what are you actually drawn towards what is going to help you really authentically be yourself and live your life rather than somebody else's by having that exquisite attention to yourself you can find some of those moments and guide yourself into that tell the people Kyle we're telling the people okay <laughs> ugh so I'd love to know what are you looking forward to in life and your business? Really, like what's coming up for you? Yeah, I'll share about in business as I think about like, again, articulating what liberatory leadership is as I continue to work with more people and continue to reflect on my own experience and what I've seen around what's working and what's not working. Right now, I'm working on an intro one-on-one -on -one workshop around liberatory leadership is. And so really elaborating on this piece around like, I think that we go into either our workplaces or the work that we're doing with all of this, right? All this stuff that we're plugged into. And I think about this stuff is like, what's the stuff that we wear in order to survive, right? And that work, the workplace in or how we're working, it feels like a battleground. We need to armor up in a particular kind of way. And I want to really help us unpack 
what are the things that we are coming in with so that we can play. I really believe in play as a, as a pathway. And so I want to elaborate on what that means for leadership, for liberation and social justice and thinking about like, what are those skills? What are those supports? What do our spirits need so that we can start playing with our leadership and play towards the, the future that we actually want? And so I'm really excited about developing that and getting people to play with it and experience it. I'm excited about that. Do you, I'm curious, like, do you do this through like workshops, one-on-one -on -one work? What way do you collaborate with organizations in this process? Yeah. And so offering workshops and play shops at this point, again, around this play piece, the, the intro workshop that I'm talking about, that'll probably either a workshop or a webinar of sorts. And so if you're interested in kind of plugging in there, follow me at Create More Possibilities. And I would love to, to bring this work to more organizations and just working with folks around like, what, what, what are we... What are, what are we plugged into? What's our life force plugged into? And how do we unplug and get plug into the thing that we really want to be doing? Like, that's really what I most enjoy is helping people think about, like, this is what I don't want. And I'm like, fantastic. I feel like lots of us know that. What do we want, though? And then how do we get there? That's mm. what I love to do. Yeah. I love, if you don't follow Petra, like, online, on the internet yet, you want to make sure you get there. The work and the the liberation, the... Petra is one of the people that like I usually read all of her caption so like there's I know right like that doesn't always happen sometimes it's like a tap <laughs> tap like next but like I often read what Petra has to say and there's so many great nuggets of wisdom and ways that you can continue to visualize and see why why we work with Petra why we find that liberation and how it's really this co-created process as you work together yeah. and create more possibility together mm -hmm. I'm gonna bring you on tour Kai you just said that so that's that's the whole that's my tagline thank you I'm gonna just <gasps> oh please do I mean that's that's what I love about this stuff is that really it gets to exemplify and see what you do best through our strengths we get this other lens a new way to articulate what we do best and why people want to collaborate with us why people want to bring us into their organization or even just have a conversation work one-on-one -on -one together because there's so much that happens there's so much that i've learned in this short meeting time that we've had yeah. together recording this that there there's even more think of what could happen if you actually like worked with petra that's Sign i think that's mm -hmm, i know i know we're here we're here <laughs> that being said like any any final thoughts that you want to share with everybody as we close out our time together yeah i think i i wanted to share this at the top but then i something else inspired something but what i'll offer is it an invitation that i usually have during my workshops or my play shops is this invitation around allow yourself to be changed like, I, I really think that there is, as we are figuring out who we are, figuring out what we want, figuring out the future that we want, trying to find the people that are going to help us get there, that's peace around allow yourself to be changed. Seems really important to me in terms of that, the co-creation process. And so just inviting you that there might be something that you're like, you might, you might need to hear that back or just kind of, kind of ending this and, and just say, what has changed for you now? Right? Like, just as you said, there's a, a conversation, a book, a movie, something changes in us. And I just want to bring our attention to it. So I hope we allow ourselves to be changed today. Ooh, you give me chills. I love <laughs> that. I'm definitely going to, I mean, I wrote it in my little notebook here, but I want to put it somewhere a little more presence of allow yourself to be changed because 
just that little reminder it allows us to step into be the person that we are really seeking to and be open when when you don't know what wisdom or opportunity is going to come forward to you it's just really allowing allowing for possibility okay like this is what we're doing (laughs) awesome well thank you so much for being here last question just reiterating for folks like where do you like to hang out online how can people connect with you instagram come say hi on instagram i am at create more possibilities cheers we love it check the bio the show notes for all the links to connect with petra and so happy to have you here thanks for your time today petra thank you so much thank you for being here i bet while listening to this episode you thought of a friend or a family member sharing this episode with them would be a great way to help them feel seen for who they are we want to take a moment to say a special thanks to our supporters opulence abundance and katie lanias you too can support the podcast by donating to our buy me a coffee you can find the link in the show notes Finally, this episode was produced by me, Kyle Johan Baker, and the music is by Secret Nation. Thank you for being you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Peace.